Welcome to FASD Hope, a podcast about fetal alcohol spectrum disorder through the lens of parent advocates with over 19 years of lived experience. FASD Hope provides awareness, information, and inspiration to those people whose lives have been touched by FASD. And I'm the host of FASD Hope, Natalie Vecchione. Welcome to today's episode. Today I'll be welcoming back Dr. Vanessa Spiller. Dr. Vanessa Spiller was featured in episode 62, titled Explained by Brain. Dr. Spiller is the author of the book, Explained by Brain, the FASD workbook for parents, carers, and educators. Dr. Vanessa Spiller is a clinical psychologist with over 20 years of clinical experience. She works therapeutically using a feedback-informed approach with adults and young people, with families and young people on issues such as anxiety, adjustment to change, trauma, grief, and loss. She also works with families and young people impacted by FASD. Dr. Spiller utilizes evidence-based approaches combined with practice-based evidence to ensure that the work done together is meaningful, helpful, and on track. Dr. Spiller has also worked in several Australian universities and provides lectures and professional development activities in the areas such as professional practice, child and adolescent work, and adult psychology and ethics. I'm thrilled to be welcoming back Dr. Spiller for an update on Explain by Brain. Welcome to today's episode. I am so happy to have our guest returning to FASD Hope. She's a psychologist. She is a trainer and educator. She wears many hats and she's also the parent of a young adult with an FASD. So she has that, I like to call that trifecta of clinical experience, lived experience, and educator advocate experience. So I truly appreciate today's guest returning on to FASD Hope to talk about her new project and how this can really benefit anyone who's listening and anyone who wants to learn about FASD. With that lengthy introduction, welcome back, Dr. Vanessa Spiller. Dr. Spiller, welcome back to FASD Hope. Oh, thank you, Natalie. I've been uh, really looking forward to this, actually. Uh, I so enjoyed our conversation last time and some of the little bits of conversation, you know, we have by, you know, email in between. Um, So, yeah, this is, uh, it's great to be back. And um, I hope you give me permission to use that, the trifecta. Um, Yes. I love that. (laughs) Yes. Really nice way of saying it in a short way. I, I say it the longest possible way. Oh, I do this and I do that and I do that. It's like, the trifecta. There you go. I created a new title for you, Dr. Spiller. (laughs) Thank you. I much appreciate it. You're very welcome. So it's wonderful having you back on, on FASD Hope. Can you fill us in a little bit on what you've been doing since 2021, since our uh, conversation last summer, and also what will be leading up to today's conversation, which is uh, your, your course and your trainings that you're going to be offering? Yeah, so um, look, it has been, uh, when I had a bit of a think about what I've been doing since the last time I saw you, there's actually been lots of things happening. Um, As you know, I I work full time as a psychologist. So there's been lots of 
interesting things happening in my workplace which is great but on the FASD side of things um, I've been really lucky I've been despite COVID I've actually um, presented a number of trainings um, and at a, at a conference I was going to say a conference or two but I think it's just the one conference um, but at a real variety of places so um, at a like a neurodevelopmental conference um, as well as training in the sort of the the youth and the disability sector um, some training with um, Aboriginal um, medical services uh, so it, it's just been a, a lovely range of face-to-face -face training um, as well as doing and uh, developing a, another new resource sheet, uh, which as you know, I love my resource sheets. Um, so I've developed a new one of those, which is called They Know Better, um, which, uh, you know, at some point we, we, we may have a chat about that, maybe another day uh, talking about, you know, that really important disconnect between this idea that people with FASD they know what the right thing to do is. And, and it's like, well, if they know what the right thing to do is, you know, they should be able to do it. Like they should have the same, the skills to do that. And um, I sort of dig deep into the fact that number one, people with FASD don't always know um, what it is that they appear to know. And number two, even if they do know theoretically stuff, that the actions of the doing stuff is a completely different set of skills. And so I sort of really like to pull that apart for parents and carers, but also for things in the legal context and sort of dig into the fact that we need to stop making that assumption. Um, so that, that's, that was really exciting. That was a pretty big project and um, I got some great uh, feedback and collaboration from NoFASD in Australia. Uh, so that's a, I've been doing that and surprisingly two pages takes forever, Natalie, to put together. Um, but probably the, the biggest thing I've been, I've been working on is the, um, the revamped and expanded version of my, um, online parent and carer training. Um, and so I've really, I've moved that from something that was still digital and a video format, but I've moved it now much more into like an online training format, um, with so much more stuff thrown in. So that, that's what I've been doing. And that's what we're going to talk about today, because I think this is such an important resource and it's so accessible and there are just so many benefits of what you're doing. I had an opportunity to go on to the website where you're offering uh, this training and I'm just amazed. It's so comprehensive. It's so accessible and it's, it's such a valuable resource for anyone in the world, really. Uh, so I am so happy to just help you highlight and give you a platform for it so that, you know, people can learn more about it. So let's talk about this new online training and correct me if I'm wrong, but it is based on your book explained by brain. Yes. Yes, absolutely. That's Okay, it's interesting. Again, I don't know if people are really interested in the backstory, but uh, I'll tell the backstory yes. and if they want to fast forward through it, they can. We love a good um, backstory. Please share. <laughs> so the, the backstory is like my original concept when I, I first started Explained by Brain was I wanted to run um, an in-person uh, parent and carer group um for, for parents and carers and my idea that it was going to be based in in brisbane australia because that's where where i'm based um 
but distance and COVID just, it was just, it was not going to work. And I, I quickly sort of sort of the flaws with that. Um, and so my idea was, you know, I'd do this in-person group and then I'd produce these kind of resources to support people. So when they, when we finished with the group, um, they could go away and they could use these resources that kind of accompanied, accompanied it. Um, but and because I didn't want it to be a support group, you know, there's a lot of support groups out there and, and they're just fabulous. You know, honestly, the online support groups that are out there, they do so much good work. So I wanted it to be a little more of the training and education side of things to give people a format and a framework um, without replicating the good stuff that was already happening. So um, I then kind of went okay, this isn't going to work. Um, and so I thought, okay, maybe I'll focus in on the resources that I'm going to make, that were, I was going to make to go with my in-person group. So that's when I actually wrote the, the, the full workbook. That's when I wrote Explain by Brain. Um, and, you know, it turned from something that was going to be a few resources and worksheets into a fully-fledged book um, with so many different components to it. Um, and, and look, you know, I think, again, you know, I, I'm very proud of that book. Uh, I, I, I did it with the intention of writing a book that I would have wanted to buy a long time ago, probably much like your own book. Um, but what I also sort of reflected on as I was doing that was, you know, not everyone wants to read. Like, not everyone, you know, and, and it's, it's sizable. It's I'll be the first to admit it's a, a bit of a chunky read. Um, so it was kind of like, okay, this isn't going to be for everyone either. And I still need to make it more accessible. I still want to get the concepts, um, out there. So my next thought was, okay, what about video? Video's good. Um, and so I sort of, you know, so then I started to put the videos together and, and then I came back to the group. <laughs> so of course the world has changed dramatically in, you know, the, the three or four years that I've been pondering this. And so it was like, well, video, it's, and it, my first version of this was just purely video. I would send out people the videos and we'd have a drop-in discussion group and we'd talk about it. But that was kind of where it was. And so last year I was like, well, this can be bigger and, and, and easier to, ex even easier to, to access, access is the word I'm looking for. Um, so that's when I went, right, I need a website. <laughs> Uh, so then I've, so I've turned it into, you know, a full training package now with, you know, it's still got the, the videos, but now it's got, uh, and we'll talk about the other stuff it's got. It's got readings, it's got quizzes, it's got links to other great resources. So it's been, that's the backstory. <laughs> the backstory is it started as an in-person group and morphed into a book, then morphed into videos, and now it's morphed into an entire package that's online. So that's more information than people need, but that's what happened. No, you know, that's wonderful because it shows how you're thinking out of the box and you are meeting the needs. You know, obviously it's going to be a while before in-person trainings get up and going again, you know, and there'll be glitches in that. And we've discovered through the pandemic that having accessible information, training, accessible training um, presented by, you know, a, a lot of people are having 
a better ability to receive training now than before COVID. Because honestly, you and I both know uh, trainings were in person and they were large and you had to reserve, you know, place. So having a comprehensive resource place, which is what I think you have developed based on the book and then backstory from that based on the training and, you know, whatnot. I think it's important for people to know that how that's developed and and how, again, we know that when we put something out there like a book, you know, you and I have are both authors, you know, although your book is, I love, I love that a chunky read. I, I'm going to hashtag that, <laughs> but you know, my, my book is more of like, you know, a slim, <laughs> a slim snack, <laughs> but, but it's got the, but, it's the important ingredients. Though. Thank you. Thank you. But so we both know when you create something, when you're wanting to educate and share and create something, you're really kind of giving a piece of yourself, honestly. I mean, I don't know if you felt like that, but I felt like, you know, like this is a piece of me going out into the world and, and I want it to be, I I want it to help as many people as possible. So what you're doing as a result of this wonderful book that you wrote and, and backstory behind that is really, you are just, you're sharing you're, you're sharing this information and recognizing, okay, not everybody has time to read a book or not everybody has time to do this. You're making it, you know, so convenient and accessible. And I, I really appreciate that. And you and I are both parents of young adults with, with FASD, yeah. with FASD. And we both know that time, that's why I like doing a podcast because just like, you know, it's, 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 Here's a chunk of information here. Here's a chunk of information there. You know, you can listen while you're doing the dishes. Same thing with these courses. They're there. There's no, you know, expiration. You have to do it by a certain date, which I appreciate completely. So I'm just so happy to have you back on and talking about this. So I there's no travel time for me. Yes. Yeah. It's like like you don't spend an hour or half an hour getting there. There's no babysitting involved. Exactly. Um, And people can attend from around the world. And, you know, that benefits everyone in the group. Like one of the things I've really enjoyed about the versions of the program that I've done so far is the people from near and far and uh, that you know i have had people from new zealand and the states and canada like for me hearing from other people's experiences is just such a wonderful thing so i've i've really moved on from my original idea um i just think like yeah you know what there's absolutely a role for that but i guess that's probably not the role that that, that I'm sitting in at the moment. That's right. And again, you know, I think that's, I think that's the beauty of the FASD community is that we roll with those punches and we actually roll with them pretty well, honestly. I mean, because we are creating our own pathways, we are creating our own solutions and things like that. So I think that in that difficult challenge that we face of, of this diagnosis, this disability, we have the experience of being able to roll with those with with those punches to to look at those obstacles and say, okay, what do I need to do to 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 get over this? So and, and okay. just as importantly, sorry, I've always got one more thing to say. Sorry, <laughs> not a problem. Um, I think just like probably even most importantly is I, I, I've heard feedback from the people who've done the previous versions of my course, and you know they've given me 
amazing feedback and I and I can't thank them enough for telling me what they didn't like um, there was nothing yeah you know, they, they obviously tell me what they like and I love to hear that but finding out what they didn't like and what didn't work for them is is just there's no substitute for that you know it's a part of what leads things to improve so I yes. cannot thank them enough yes and you grow from that feedback too I, I, I know I do I know I do. So let's talk about this exciting training. We've kind of touched upon who can benefit from this training, but really who is your intended audience for this training before we go into the actual training a little bit? Yeah, look, it's it like the book. Um, it really is uh, parents and carers front and center. Um, they are the well, it, it, I guess it's a bit of a dual focus there, parents and carers and the other people, I guess, who see young people with FASD, particularly in that younger age group, the most, and, and that would be educators. So, but predominantly it is parents and carers. Um, but interestingly, I've actually had an incredible variety of people um, sign up for it. So the vast majority are parents and carers, um, but I've also had support workers uh, sign up um, as well as some professionals as well. And um, I guess I think what they get out of it, you know, and, uh, you know people like, um, you know, psychologists or other social workers, things like that. Um, and I think what they get out of it then is that they get to be on the same page as the parents they're supporting and the carers they're supporting. So, um, you know, I, I'd love to say that, you know, FASD is, a, is an area that, you know, so many professionals have already have this great background of knowledge um, and so many tools to be able to work with people with, um, but we're not there yet. And so, um, you know, I, my thinking is, and certainly part of what they tell me is that this training is actually really useful for them. Like it's, it's not pitched, it's pitched at a level where they kind of go, oh, okay. So if I'm working with parents and carers myself, this is what they need to know. And, you know, I, you know, maybe I, I'll understand it and process it in a different way, but I still need exactly the same information and the same framework so people are on the same page. So it, it surprised me. And I love what you just shared, Vanessa, that those educators and professionals, they get to be on the same page of the parents and caregivers. That to me, that is so important because we know that those, again, you are one of those rare gems that you have all that different, the, the trifecta of experience, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, so many of us parents and caregivers, we find the most valuable information from other parents and carers. So having a professional or an educator that actually can walk alongside with us and say, I understand, and, and I'm learning just as you're learning. That is so reassuring for us parents and caregivers. So I, I really appreciate that and that those professionals and educators are participating in your training. So let's jump into this training. I'm going to, I, I'm, no, I'm going to stop you again. Uh -oh, okay. We, sorry. It's terrible. I, I'm so bossy. You know, this happens when we talk, Vanessa. <laughs> I know. I think the two of us get very excited. And, I know. Uh, I know. This is like, I, the other thing that, that has surprised me was um, that I've actually had not just parents and carers of young people sign up, but I've actually had uh, like par uh, carers um, and, and I don't know about parents, but certainly carers of adults with FASD sign mm. up as well. And again, that kind of 
it kind of surprised me because, you know, we do have a quite a big focus on early intervention and supporting children and getting things set up right. But the fact that I guess these um, carers of adult people have still found benefit from it tells me that this is such a useful framework because it's like if you understand the brain and you can understand the brain of a young person or a teenager or uh, an adult, if you understand the brain, you can still use the same principles across the lifespan. So even though it's not specifically set up for adults uh, with, with FASD and supporting them, it, it, the foundations are still there and the, the FASD information stays the same. It's just, I guess, how you pivot and, and make modifications to it and, and meet their needs changes slightly. So um, that, that was the other thing that I really didn't expect. <laughs> And once again, that's so important because we know that FASD is a lifelong disability. So having a tool that you can tweak and use as your loved one grows older, again, that's just adds so much more value. Exactly. Exactly. That adds so much value. Oh my goodness. Okay. So let's talk about this. The thing that caught my eye when I was getting ready for our conversation and looking at the link that you, you sent me was the three streams of content. That's going to be like trifecta. I'm going to, uh, the three streams of content. Oh That's going to be, we're going to create hashtags for these. <laughs> so that really, that really caught my eye though, about this training was how you're offering, you know, in what manner you're offering this information. So let's talk about that three streams of content. So listeners can really understand how extensive this training is. Yeah. So this, this really came out of the feedback that I've given from my earlier versions of this. So um, I used to have these longer videos um, on and each of the videos. So I had, I think uh, all up, I had about 12 videos um, and they're on multiple topics. And some of these videos went for like three hours. So my apologies to everyone who had the early version, um, you know, and, and the feedback was that they were really good and really helpful and the information was really useful, but you know, it was often too much. Um, and, and people felt like they found it really hard to process it in that way. So what, I, you know, what I took from that was I really need to break this down into smaller bite size modules. And so what I've done is, uh, you know, I've broken it up into, I think at this stage, there's like 35 modules. Um, but you know me well enough now, Natalie, to know that there'll be more modules added as we go. But, um, and then I was like, well, that's a lot of modules. Like, um, you know, how do we, how do we categorize these? So it really fits very nicely into three different streams. So the first stream is just, uh, FASD information. So that background information on what FASD is, what do we know about it? Um, what's sort of the history of it, what's some of the diagnostic stuff. Um, also included in that, I include lots of information about the brain domains. And, um, you know, the brain domains for me, this, they are at the heart of this program and they're, they're, they're at the heart of FASD. So if you can understand the brain domains and the brain domains that are impacted in your young person, you're well and truly on the road to understanding them and you're well and truly on the road to understanding what they need. So that falls into that stream. We, we dig into each of those brain domains um, 
you know, in, in a fair bit of detail. Um, and then the last thing is, is, I guess, providing people with the overall information about the Explain by Brain approach and, you know, and how I, you know, take these evidence-based approaches that have come from other places um, and apply the, the useful bits of all of these approaches to people with FASD and, and set up the foundations of then, you know, okay, so when we understand all of this, what we're going to do about, you know, supporting people and how we do it suddenly makes so much more sense. So that's, that's, it's not module one. It's, it's, uh, that's the first stream and people can dip in and out of it, like, and they can come back to it and do all sorts of things so that they're kind of like, oh, okay, why am I doing this again? Oh, hang on. I might just go back to that module. So that's stream one. Um, Stream two is probably the bit where most parents and carers and people supporting people with FASD would want to start. They would want to start with complex behavioral symptoms and how do we manage those? Um, and I completely understand why people want to start there. It's where I used to want to start as well um, because they're the things that are in your face. You know, this is the stuff that, you know, as parents and carers and educators, you know, we're just, it makes us tear our hair out. You know, things like, confabulation, um, lying, uh, stealing, uh, sexualized behaviors, perseveration, uh, kids who are having, you know, physical and emotional, um, aggression and meltdowns and things like that. So we have modules that are specifically then dedicated to looking at the biggies, um, that come up and talking about then, okay, so, you know, We've got all of this foundation stuff. How do we understand what these, you know, what, how, why these complex behavioral symptoms arise? And based on that knowledge, what are going to be the most likely useful things to do about it? So that's where we really dig into to that um, and give people some useful approaches and strategies as well as the understanding around why we're using this approach at this point in time. Um, so it's not just a, you know, if, if you see A, you must do B. It's kind of like, you know, actually you might need to do C or D depending on what you find out in A. So that's, that's probably, again, I think people will be really tempted to start with those. Um, but I'm like, I really encourage you go back to the, to the other ones as well, because that foundation is so important. Then um, the last stream is the focus on parents and carers. And um, it's not the last room because it's like one of the most important streams as well. And this isn't just about self-care. I think parents and carers here, oh, I'll focus on parents and carers. It's, it's, you know, it's all going to be about, you know, looking after ourselves and self-care. And that's absolutely true and absolutely important. But this also includes the other things that, Natalie, you know that we're doing um, as parents and carers. And, and that's advocacy. Uh, it's working with schools. Uh, it's it's also covering really important topics like grief and loss, um, which is a super important part of um, our journey. Uh, it's about supporting success for our young people and what that might look like. Um, and there's also some, uh, some sections, and I might even this may even get expanded with time about how do we get sucked into traps 
that aren't going to be very helpful for us. Um, and, and the biggest one or the most obvious one that I often come back to is, you know, people who ask the question, is this, is this behavior or is this a disability? Like how much is their behavior and how much is their disability? Um, and, and the why trap, you know, why did you do this? You know, I think there's a few traps that we, we just can't help but fall into um, and it can be really useful to focus on that, uh, you know, how do we help ourselves as parents and carers not to go there? Um, and again, you know, I think parents and care, and it just reminds parents and carers that, um, you know, they're the fuel that drives the engine of change um, for, for, particularly for young kids with FASD. So we, we really want them to be at their best and we want them to be getting the support that they need. And um, yeah, so I think that's, that, that's a really important part of, of the streams and, and why we need every one of them, if that makes sense. It makes more than sense. It's wisdom. I'm pulling these quotes and I'm writing them down so I can share on social media because every time I talk to you, Vanessa, you just, you share so much wisdom. Again, it's that trifecta you have. It's, it's the, it's the lived, the clinical professional educator and, and just that experience. I love that parents and carers are the fuel that drives the change. And it's important. I'm so thankful that you're recognizing this in this training, because I think I'm thinking back to when I first started receiving training about FASD and, 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 you know, the neurobehavioral approach and how the brain works when it's impacted by alcohol. And I wanted to go to number two. Also, I wanted to go to that second. Okay. How do I, how do I, you know, how do I sell? What do I do? How do I, thinking about that, I still do, but I remind myself and what you are doing is reminding people, yes, that's well and good. And we need to do that, but we need to understand where it's coming from. And then we also need to understand that, like you've said before, and, and we all know that we can't change our loved one's brain. We can't change our child's brain. We can't change, you know, the students that we work with. However, we can change the strategies and we can change the way our lens of, you know, they're working with their brain. So and I we think- can help them with that long journey because, you know, yes. I always say to people like it's change within limits and we're so used to change being really quick and, you know, and we see results really fast because that's, that's how it often is with neurotypical brains. Um, and with our guys, you know, in some instances, you're right, the amount of change that's possible is incredibly limited. But in other cases, there's actually quite a bit of change that's possible. It's always going to be with some limits, but the speed of that change um, and the repetitions needed to achieve that change are you know, really, really high. And you're the one who's driving that as a parent and a carer. Like you, so you've got to look, you know, you're not just I don't know, an accessory to this, you know, you, you really are the fuel um, who, who make this happen, especially for the littlies, you know, because you're driving everything. Yes. So weary parents who are weary caregivers, anyone listening out there, you are the fuel for change. I love that. I'm, I'm writing that down. Oh my goodness. We're going to write a book of quotes from you, Vanessa, because you just give such motivated and educational and insightful quotes for us, the community to, to learn from. So 
we, we just talked about the benefits of this, this comprehensive program, besides the flexibility, the accessibility, like you said, the digestible um, modules that people can take and, and learn at their own pace. We know at their own pace is, is, is another, you know, kind of key phrase that we use in this community. What are just uh, some other final benefits of this training that you think can give to parents, caregivers, to educators, to anyone who, who is interested in this training? You, you know, I, I really thought about this one a lot because obviously when you put something together, you, you want it to be useful. Like, oh, I want it to be useful. I want it to be good, but I most of all, I want it to be useful. Um, and, I, and what I came up with is that what I hope, what I aspire to with this program is that I don't just want to tell people answers and th and that might sound odd um, because it's it, I don't it, I do want to give people answers but I don't want to just give them answers and the reason I say that is because answers one answer doesn't last long enough and there's always more questions and every child with FASD is going to be different because their brain is different and then they're going to grow and they're going to get older um, and so the reality is that questions never stop and so I, I don't want to just give someone an answer for this question at this point in time what I really aim to give people out of this this training um, and, and out of my book as well is I want to give them a framework so that they have a method to find the answers that they need for their their child or their young person um, so as more questions come up for them and you know after you know, I'm not around, I'm not here anymore or, or whatever. Um, they then have the tools to find the answers that they need. Um, and so I guess what I think my training does is it aims to give them uh, knowledge and it aims to give them a system um, and uh, so that they can they can do that and they can develop those skills and they can develop those skills and we practice those skills over you know x number of you know months if they're coming to our the drop-in groups in particular um they can go back to the resources as much as they want but you know we they have the opportunity to get the knowledge to get the framework to to walk with someone doing it with them for a you know a good solid you know 12 months or 10 months i think uh, the drop-in groups go for um but then they get that for life like they get that framework uh for life and so you know yeah for me that's just like you know i don't know as an educator it's it's kind of what you want you, you you're giving people the tools and the skills and I, I guess it you know it's probably fairly ambitious but i i kind of liken it to that saying and i'm sure you're familiar with the saying you know i don't want to just give people a fish you know i want to teach them how to fish yes um i want to i want to eventually do myself out of a job um so yeah so that so, you can so, write another book and we <laughs> so that I can write another book exactly exactly well i don't know uh, but uh yeah so and and i guess that you know i think that's that's what my ultimate um thing is and and i couch it in you know the the holding people's hand as they go through this and practice the system and learn the system you know it it, it takes the form of you know as i said videos it takes the form of reading so i've got excerpts from my book that are on that particular topic um 
it includes self-reflection so more self-reflections more like okay you, I've just told you about adaptive functioning I've just told you about social skills you know how does that apply to you how does that apply to your young person you know what what will it change in the future um, it includes some quizzes you know if people some people really like a quiz they don't have to do a quiz but if people want to do a quiz and they want a little certificate at the end to say that they've done it all they can they can do a quiz but the other thing I really like and this is where I'm going to give you a really big plug um, Natalie and, and, and other people like Jeff Noble um, is that you know by having this online format I can link to other resources so you know if I'm doing a particular topic I can then go and you know what here's all my stuff on this this is what this is how the explain by brain approach works with that um, but you know if you if you're interested and you want even more information than you know what's in the video and what's in the book and you know actually Natalie has this fantastic podcast on this with this expert oh my um, goodness or Jeff has this po great podcast <laughs> on you know this topic with this person so so yeah so I, I kind of that really excites me as well as because there's tons of great stuff on the internet there's resources from NoFASD and um, all of these things but you know finding a way to actually go and here's a chunk of stuff just on adaptive functioning and here's a chunk of stuff just on this I just think that's a I'm really excited about that um, because that's they get to learn just not from me they can hear somebody else's voice that's wonderful Vanessa because you're connecting you're also showing them connections in the FASD community so and and that's something that we can never have enough of you know so I appreciate that and and thank you and um again that's why I love talking to people every week both in the FASD community and related to the FASD community because those connections that we make and now we can make them globally they are just helpful We're stronger together aren't exactly we? exactly exactly so i will be putting the links for dr spiller's book her this course content all of this in our program notes but vanessa can you please share with our audience how can people learn more? How can they connect if they just want more information or if they do want to sign up? Please share away. Thank you. And thank you for sticking the, the links in. You know, I really appreciate that. It, it really makes it much easier for people to, to find. Um, so really the best place to go is I, I have a like a, a getting started page that actually has some samples. Um, it's got some samples of the videos. It's got some samples of the, the readings and, and the self-reflections. It's got some samples of the links. Um, and that is on uh, my new website. I won't even uh, attempt to, to read that out um, just because <laughs> it's like one of those complicated ones. Um, but there is a link to it from my Jumpstart Psychology website that I know a lot of people have gone to and, and um, downloaded stuff from previously. So you'll find a link um, from, from my page there. Um, the only thing I will add is, it, you know, I'm host, this is hosted on uh, Google Sites. So what that means is it, it runs a lot better if people have a Gmail account. Um, and of course, they're free. You can just sign up for one of those, um, you know, for free. Um, yeah, and, and if you use Chrome, you know, it's it, these browser things, you know, it, they're so finicky. So I kind of like to give people a few tips. If you're having any trouble, get a Gmail account, get a go in via Chrome and, and it'll run much smoother. 
Um, but yeah, so you can get a sample, you can get a taster. And from the same place, you can find out some frequently asked questions and you can, you can um, sign up from there. Fantastic. Fantastic. So we will put those links, the direct link, as well as Dr. Spiller's Jumpstart Psychology link in our program notes, um, as well as in our social media posts for this week's um, episode. That's wonderful. So I don't want this conversation to end, Vanessa, because we have so much fun. Oh my goodness. We laugh. And, and before we, before we started talking, we were talking about your dogs and our cat and just, you know, life and all that good stuff. So I know you will be back to, to update us and, and to talk about the wonderful work, the wonderful training, the wonderful, everything that you're doing. You know, that I like to end our episodes on hope and, you know, again, being that trifecta, you have that clinical experience, you have that lived experience, and you have that educator experience. What words of hope can you give to our listeners? And especially thinking about like those listeners who are kind of like on the cusp, they want to learn, but they're just, oh, this is too much. And I have too much going on. What words of hope can you give to them to give them that motivation to say, you can do this? You know what? I'm actually going to steal somebody else's words today. Um, and uh, I actually heard these words yesterday and, and it's something I'm going to steal from uh, Gilberto Spencer. I don't know if people know Gilberto. I was fortunate enough to have a lovely conversation um, with him only yesterday because he's an adult with FASD, as, as you may or may not know. And he gave me this analogy that I just think is is just beautiful. And he said that, and I'm, forgive me, Gilberto, if I if I mess this up, but he said that you know, uh, for people with FASD, it's like having a a door. Hang on, I'm gonna have to, to go back a bit here. Um, okay, so people with FASD are like a door. Um, and most doors open really smoothly, but there's other doors that actually have a bit of a trick to them. And I've got one of those on my patio. I actually have to, 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 to open my patio door. I actually have to hold my hand up in a different part and push the bottom bit in slightly and pull it forward to get the key to even work and to open it. And he said that um, for people with FASD and those who support them, you just need to work out the trick that you need to work out what is it the trick that opens this door because this door will open and you know what you don't need to knock the door down you don't need to really lay into the door you just need to work out the trick and i i just thought that was such a hopeful analogy um that gilberto it was just such a lovely insight um from someone who is working very hard to to work out the tricks with his brain and help you know trying to help other people work out the tricks with their brain and we've all got like that we've all got a part of that so that's that's my word of hope you just gotta you just gotta keep plugging away to work out what it is i love that i love that and Gilberto is wonderful. He has been a guest on FASD Hope and he is so inspirational. So I, I love that, that, that connection to thank you for, for reminding us of, of his words of wisdom. So Dr. Vanessa Spiller of Explain by Brain and of this amazing comprehensive training that you're offering. Thank you so much for all you do for the FASD community. And thank you for being on FASD Hope. 
Oh, thank you for, for having me, Natalie. It is always such a delight and such a pleasure. And um, we're just privileged to be in a position where we can we can do this uh, as a part of, you know, being a part of the, the FASD community. And it's such a delight to be in it with you. Thanks again for listening to FASD Hope with Natalie Vecchione. If you like our show and want more information, check out FASDHope.com or please leave us a five-star rating and review and follow us on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure you join us again next week and remember to be informed, take care, and always have hope.